This is Living Stories, featuring voices from the collections of the Baylor University Institute for Oral History. I'm Louis Mazet. Among southern states, Texas was a leader in the desegregation of public education. In 1964, Texas accounted for approximately 60% of integrated school districts in the South. Robert Louis Gilbert was the first black teacher to be hired in a white school in Waco and describes taking on that position. Everybody was telling me before I went, well, you know, white kids, uh, you're going to really have to do something to teach them, you know. And and there was a kind of uh, a question in my mind as to whether or not I would be able to uh, keep up with these kids if they were so smart. But uh, after a few moments of observation during my student teaching, I detected that there were some some geniuses, some average and some mediocre whites, just as there were blacks. And boy, I said, well, you know, this is, it dawned on me that, you know, people are people. And uh, those kids, many of them, they looked for guidance uh, toward knowledge. Uh, and they were looking for me to pour it out. And many people had me under the impression that I was to go there. And these children were going to ask me certain questions and things that I wouldn't be able to answer them. And it would uh, show me as inferior. Maggie Washington pioneered teacher integration in the Midland Independent School District. She recalls the reactions from her new white co-workers. Even the custodian tried to give me a hard time. A lot of teachers were so disgruntled that they were working with a black teacher that they went to the principal. He was a Christian man. And he said, now anybody who doesn't want to work with Maggie Washington, put your request for transfer on my desk. So several of them put their uh, request for transfer on his desk. And one man on my room, he went to the principal and said, I just want to know something. What criteria did you use to get Maggie Washington here? And the principal told him. I only told him he let him read it. At a PTA meeting, that teacher made sure Washington spoke last. The baby I spoke. And I was talking about my favorite subject as related to everyday life. I brought it right on down front. When that meeting was over, uh-huh. the pipe. Just rushed up. Girl, you couldn't see me. And there was a, a teacher whose husband was standing with doctor. He said, won't put her on again. She is good. So the principal called me in the next morning and just fell out late. He <laughs> said, you fixed them good. I said, I wasn't trying to. I just discussed social studies. Washington also faced a challenge in winning over some of her students. She recalls an encounter with a girl in her fifth grade class. I said, Elder Mina, what's wrong, honey? My mama doesn't like Negroes. I said, oh, why? She said, she said they steal and fight. I said, are those Negroes that live in Mexican time and that uh, doing all that stealing and fighting? Oh, no, man. <laughs> okay, I said, tell your mother that. The Supreme Court case Brown versus Board of Education is more than half a century behind us. But since then, de facto resegregation has become a growing concern, especially in large cities in the Northeast and Midwest, where the most segregated schools today are located. Living Stories is heard every Tuesday on 103.3 FM Waco, NPR. For more information about this program or the Institute for Oral History, visit baylor.edu livingstories.